What's up, everyone? Thank you for checking out this episode of Raised a Geek. This week, we are talking about all the trailers that dropped this week, getting us all hyped up for 2023. So let's get into it. I'm Chris, and as always, I'm here with my buddy Don. How we doing, man? Chris, what is up today? My friend, everything is okay on this Saturday evening. Um, I'm good. Cannot complain. How are you? I've been better. Sick week. No, no mm. fun. Got sick like Sunday night coming out of the long Thanksgiving holiday. I was feeling it slowly since like Thanksgiving, a little tickle in the throat. And then it just every day got a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. And then by like Sunday night, I was like, shit, I'm sick. So still a little well, sick. <clears throat> I got to tell you, you last time we recorded our last episode, you said you were feeling it coming on and you had it coming. <clears throat> and you let me know that like the next day you you lost your voice, but I'm yeah. telling you sound you sound okay now. I'll tell you that just as a, a person you. listening person listening to you talk, you don't sound sick. Uh, you yeah. may feel sick, but you don't sound sick. So that's, yeah, it's just it's all been in my head. So it's like congestion. Mm-hmm. It's just been congestion, really. And uh, my taste was messed up, so I, I did take a couple COVID tests, but they all came back negative. So score score for that i was like i don't want to get covid three years later it's embarrassing <laughs> right uh i've known a few people now who are, who are getting it like yeah. but now it's like really yeah and, like this thing's been out this long and i avoided it this long and now you're gonna give it to me i've had it in my house and i still don't get it right. so <laughs> right i'm like i don't want it now so i think mine is tied to allergies and sinus infection or something because like i said i never really got sick tuesday was the roughest day where i was like kind of down for the count for the day mm. um and then come Friday is my day. I normally go into the office and I was just like, I do not feel like going to the office. And I feel everyone at the office was sick. I was like, I just, let's just do our meeting on zoom. And I could just kind of relax and not have to drive and yeah, do all of that. So it's been a week, but super, super pumped about the idea of all of these trailers. What the hell was going on this week that we just got movie. It was like movie trailer mania. Well, something's, I, I know there's the, uh, Comic Con in Brazil going on, so that is a lot of this. Um, it's it's one it's like one of the big ones considered like shoulder to shoulder with San Diego, where they kind of premiere a lot of things and have a stage, and they all come out. You, I saw like the ca- <clears throat> the cast of Ant Man all came out on stage, and Kevin Feige to kind of talk about that a little more. Hmm. Uh, there may have been some other things shown that we haven't even seen yet. Like I heard rumors of maybe a Loki season two trailer they premiered at that. Uh, Oh. So, yeah, I think that has a lot to do with it. Like, I know Indiana Jones and uh, Guardians was premiered there. All this other stuff, I think they're just kind of piling on like, hey, everyone's showing their new stuff. Let's let's all get get in here and show some stuff. But, and we get to be the beneficiaries of that because, hell yeah. yeah, like you said, this is a like a, a trailer dump going on. Give us all the good stuff. Yeah, I was super, super kind of pumped up and, you know, and don't worry because we're going to talk about the biggest trailer that dropped this week. And I know what you're thinking because it's cocaine bear. <laughs> I was going to say <laughs> that, that was your joke. With... I steal your joke. No, maybe that was like the one we left off here. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I was looking I at the list right before we got on and I was like, yeah, we didn't put cocaine bear on there. It got, it got came out. It had its 15 minutes, literally 15 minutes. And then all of a sudden, Disney just completely steamrolled for Elizabeth Banks. Right. It's that is her movie, isn't it? That's so funny to me. Uh, and it's got like three actors from the Americans. I've saw people being like, this is the Americans reunion just with a cocaine bear. Yeah. Uh, Same universe said, bet. What's part two going to be meth gator. Somebody said that like, that's, that's funny, but that's cocaine, funny. Bear. cocaine bear is a thing. That is yeah. actually exists. It's real. Is this, is this the 2023 version of snakes on a plane? I mean, probably I said I, I thought about that when I was, I was also like that, that little time period we had where everybody was laughing about Sharknado. Yeah. Uh, it's just another one of those, man, where it's just like funny. People are laughing because they can't believe it's real. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But apparently this one's based on a true story. I know it's got to be super exaggerated, but I would there, imagine. Is, there is a bear at some point in time that ingested a large amount of cocaine so this is what that movie is based on that idea yes and then i'm assuming it's a bunch of people who smoked something else and said what would happen and then they came up with a bunch of crazy scenarios for that bear to be in because i don't think that bear was fiending for another hit 
What if he jumped super slow motion into the back of an ambulance? 300 uh, Make it happen. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Cocaine Bear is a thing. If you haven't seen the trailer, check it out because it's kind of hilarious. And you know, it's going to be very easy for you to check it out because this week we debuted our Raise the Geek YouTube channel. So mm. head on over there and you could see us I'm waving at you right now. Hi, we're everyone. Um, so come on by to the Raise the Geek channel if you're listening to us. If you're already here, hit that subscribe button wherever it ends up being and and uh, join the party. We're planning on doing a lot of fun stuff. We're tr- trying to figure out how to stream some games as we're heading into the, the holiday season. We got some time off, so we wanted to start doing some uh, Gotham Knights. I think that four-player gauntlet, whatever the hell that is. I think we were going to try to jump on that and do some streaming. We got a lot of cool stuff that we're talking about wanting to do. So you don't want to miss it. So subscribe over there. And then also, if you're listening to us, you can subscribe, like, follow, social media, podcast services. We are just about everywhere now. And I think we probably will be here by the end of the year because we're, I don't know, decided to do some stuff. So we did stuff. So we're trying, we're trying to grow everyone. Trying to grow, trying to grow for you so you can find us easier right now. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at raise the geek, or you can shoot us an email, raise the geek at gmail.com. Those are the places. And I just want to say, I just want to add my only one concern. I only have one small concern with, uh, our addition to joining the YouTube community is now I have to actually be concerned with the way I appear in these zoom meetings. <laughs> Before is like ah, I don't care. Like I'll right. wear my dirtiest shirt. Like this isn't a clean shirt. I was whatever doing stuff earlier, but it's like, oh yeah, now I'm gonna be seen. Like I can't just be looking like a troll, uh, right? <laughs> any more than usual. But it's fine. Uh, you're supposed to look presentable at most times in your life, anyway. So it's fine. Uh, most times, most times. And, and if you guys don't like, and if you guys think we look like uh, bums at some point, that's fine because we usually do anyway. So it's 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 all and, good. And you know what? You probably look like a bum too. <laughs> Watching this, watching this. Do. You got don't popcorn. judge us. Yeah, do don't, not don't, judge us. Yeah, right. <laughs> don't judge us. Over on YouTube. Our handle is Raised a Geek as well. So we are super easy to find everywhere. So definitely check us out. But Don, I think it's time for us to talk some trailers. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about some trailers, man. I think first one up, which was going to be our main topic that we were going to talk about. We had a whole show plan that we were going to do. And it all went out the window when Disney decided to start dropping all these trailers. But we got the first trailer this week, which is the Super Mario Brothers movie. We got... Trailer number dose came out and uh, got a lot better takes came out of this trailer. I think for the most part for people um, seemed to, you know, that first trailer was just what's Chris Pratt going to sound like? What's Chris Pratt going to sound like? Um, which he did not help the stories because he was like, I've been working hard on this voice and it's, it's going <laughs> to blow your mind. And then you hear it. And it's like, that just sounds like Chris Pratt. Like what work have you been doing? You haven't. Yeah, you're just talking like in a like a little bit higher octave, and that's like it. And I was like, I just right. did it right, right there. Hi, hi, I'm Mario. <laughs> um, yeah. So it was kind of interesting. Second trailer came out though. Mm-hmm. This trailer was kind of fun, man. Yeah, it's got a little more meat on the bones there than the first one. Like you said, I think the trap the first one definitely did fall into is the concern of everyone's just focused on Chris Pratt. That's all yeah. we were worried about. Um, we heard it, we moved past it, we made fun of them for a week. <laughs> right. now, now we get to the second one, uh, a little more focus on the other characters. You know, we got a lot of Bowser and a little bit of Mario in that first one. Now we get to see a little bit of uh, Luigi and Toad and your first um, glimpse of Donkey Kong, uh, Princess Peach, like everyone kind of who makes this world like a bunch of uh, hundreds of toads in this room and just like the scope of the the world and how close it looks to the games and just kind of more what the movie's going to be. So yeah. I was in, I was into it. I, I, I really do not go see animated films that often, unless you're across the spider verse or something. Yeah. But this one has got me sitting here like, am I going to go to the movies to see this Mario movie? Like I right. might, I really might. Um, just cause we're of that certain age where Mario was just like, means something to you and it, if it looks this close to like the games we're just used to playing and could be a big fun movie i don't see why not so yeah, yeah i was impressed by this trailer 
Yeah, I had a lot of fun watching the trailer. I loved hearing Charlie Day as Luigi. I've been waiting mm-hmm. for that. And even though that just sounds like Charlie Day, it just fits. I mean, when they announced that casting of Charlie Day right. being Luigi, I was like, done. That That's a no-brainer cast to me. So I, I was all down. Uh, I was cool with Warrior Princess Peach. Um, I know there were pe- uh, a section of people out there that hated that, but whatever. Well, you know what? <clears throat> the days of like the damsel in distress are over, mm-hmm. and that's okay. Like she doesn't have to be screaming from a castle, save me, Mario. And you know what I mean? Like, but I bet you there's a joke about it in there. There might be, but like having Princess Peach have some more, you know, depth and dimension to her is cool. I mean, you got Anya Taylor Joy to do the voice, a talented actress. So give her some, you know, range to work with. I don't, I got no issue with that. I think it's going to be great. Yeah. No, everything looked. I, I watched it again today just to kind of prepare and. Yeah, it looked like a good time. I'm kind of. I think that's set for April of 2023. Yeah, big cast. Looks like a fun movie. You got a family out there. Take them. I'm a little disappointed we didn't get to hear Seth Rogen's Donkey Kong though. Yeah, so I'm that's still waiting be, on that. <laughs> that's gonna be funny sounding to me. Just like his voice is hilarious anyway, and you just put it on Donkey Kong. That's gonna be great. We saw yeah. Donkey Kong, which I'm happy about. But yeah. uh, I want to hear him. That's the next thing. I wanna, yeah, I yeah. want to happen. Yeah, 100. percent I'm ready to ready to hear Seth Rogen bust his Donkey Kong impression, whatever that's going to sound like. So I agree with you on that, but yeah, good time is going to be had by all come April for the Super Mario Brothers movie. I think this is going to be head and shoulders above the Bob Hoskin and John Leguizamo one. Oh God, I hope so. It has to be. Granted, granted, I'm sorry, but underrated as hell is Dennis Hopper as King Koopa as that because that's just a ridiculous casting of just Dennis Hopper being Dennis Hopper with a bad rubber helmet on. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The movie was so weird. It really was, it was one of the weirdest so, movies ever. So weird. Uh, next up, we had Transformers Rise of the Beasts came out, which I know a lot of people were excited about because it dove into Beast Wars um, lore, which I know Beast Wars is a pretty big fan favorite within the Transformer universe there. I think Beast Wars came out. We were a little old, weren't we? Or yeah, it seems. Is that after little, us? <clears throat> that's like, well, definitely. I think after our time with Transformers, when we were very young, yeah. so it probably came when we were a little, you know, had moved past Transformers a little bit. Wasn't it a CGI show? Wasn't it like one of those first CGI shows? I think so. You know, so yeah, we were probably like twelve and probably just yeah. been like too cool for cartoons. Yeah, I, I was watching power rangers instead not that that makes me any cooler but yeah dude (laughs) how messed up is jason david frank that's messed up man power rangers just never be the same yeah sidebar sidebar Sidebar, rest in peace man that's messed up yeah i don't know i don't know if we talked about that in our no because we our last episode we had guests so we didn't really get into it we didn't yeah, yeah, really get into that man but that was a shocker i i immediately had to look up i saw it on twitter i was like that it's not true let me uh yeah. I had to debunk that and I couldn't and it made me real sad and that that one hit me. That one hit me a little bit harder than usually those things do. Usually I kind of like, oh, but I don't know them. That one I felt like I knew a little bit and I, of course right. I had like, to like depressingly like Google Amy Jo Johnson because I wanted to know what she was going to say and then I saw a bunch of stuff for her which was terrible of just like heartbreaking yeah. to watch. So it was rough stuff, man. It was a, it was a dark a dark day. Let's take <laughs> Yeah, because sometimes Sometimes those pop up every now and then, and it, when it's someone who's a, at a younger age, you know, when when people are older and they die, it's sad also. But it's like, okay, at least they were, you know, but like when someone who's you know in their forties or something happens in good like shape that, and stuff. Yeah, some stuff happens to them. You're just like, oh, and and like like you said, we, we maybe a little too old for us at the time, but we loved Power Rangers and Green yeah. Ranger and White Ranger, like. So I remember playing with your Saba sword. Come on. You had the Saba sword. <laughs> oh, I did. I've talked about it before. That was one I was jealous. Parts. You had the dragon dagger too, didn't you? No, I did not have the dragon dagger. Uh, I knew somebody who did. Some other kid in the neighborhood just had Terrence? that thing. <laughs> or just calling him out by name. <laughs> I didn't say his last name. Just call Terrence. out his first name. Yeah, I think he had the dragon dagger. But uh, what I would imagine. That's what I. That's who I picture having it. Probably so. But anyway. the green... The Green Ranger Power Ranger episodes, those first five where he was a villain, it was like that week, that yeah. saga. That was like, 
big time. That was like an event in our in our circles, yeah. nerd circle as kids. So yeah, very sad. Dude, Jason, I remember one quick Power Rangers sidebar story here, and then Let's we'll get back it. to Transformers. It kind of all uh-huh. fits. I remember. I still remember. I remember watching, sitting downstairs in my basement, watching the first episode of Power Rangers Saturday morning on Fox, at like ten thirty in the morning. And I watched that episode, and my mind was blown by how mm-hmm. awesome that was. And I remember fighting putties up the stairs. And I remember when I got to the top of the stairs, I did like a somersault onto the main floor, and my family was like, "What is wrong with you?" And I was like, "Yeah, Power Rangers!" <laughs> and like I was hooked on like first sight you know, of power rangers man uh-oh chris is watching shows about karate <laughs> like, yeah. man i loved that shit and i probably was too old because i remember when we went to see the power rangers movie in theaters i'm pretty sure we were the oldest kids in there we were there without parents yeah we were like 13 something like that but yeah, whatever we, we didn't belong there <laughs> we didn't it belong there at all no i've seen no. that movie probably more than any other movie in my life yeah it's I've still good seen that movie way too much so anyway transformers rise of the beast don i have to ask you transformers this isn't really a franchise that we talk about at all i don't think i've ever talked to you about the transformers movie franchise in my life so <laughs> is this even a franchise that you have your eye on is this anything is this does this mean anything to you because i had no idea this trailer was coming out i had no, no. idea this movie was being made I no. just the trailer just dropped and I said, "Oh shit, they're doing another Transformers movie. Who's in it?" Like, no idea. Mm-hmm. Well, even so, after watching the trailer, I don't know who's in it really. I saw like the I saw the guy from Hamilton. I think. Yeah. Uh, that's about the only guy. I looked. I, I looked it up. It's got Michelle Yeoh looks to be okay. like number one casting. Peter Dinklage does a voice. Mm-hmm. Ron Perlman does a voice. Pete Davidson does a voice. But like acting wise, yeah, outside of the dude from Hamilton and Michelle Yeoh, I don't know any of the actual actors. So like the days of Shia LaBeouf and Mark Wahlberg are over then, huh? Yeah, and, they, uh, they didn't get anybody. Megan I mean, Fox. Yeah. yeah, they're just they're just gone. Okay. So I don't know what well, this is. This is also the first one not directed by Michael Bay. Mm-hmm. So, I still feel like I still just even from the trailer, I still feel his influence in in this. You know? What oh, I mean? yeah. I, I can't. I, he may have a producer credit, or they might be trying to keep the same feel. No doubt, he has a producer credit. Yeah. Um. I don't know, man. Transformers to me, I I definitely watched the first one just because of hype and excitement, and oh my god, a live Transformers act, live action Transformers. How can I not see this? And I thought it was fine. To me, it's just like a big loud movie. You know, it's just one of those kind of blockbuster. How much CGI, how many millions of dollars they <clears throat> spent to make this thing just to make it look big and loud and shiny. Mm-hmm. Uh, but nothing like sticks with me where that's a franchise where I'm like, I have to see what's going on. Cause I couldn't even tell you if I've seen the ones after that. Like, I think there's what four? Did they make four of those movies? Five G's. Okay. Did they, they did. Well, they did Transformers one, two, and three with Shia LaBeouf. They did two with Mark Wahlberg. Oh boy! So that and is they did five. Bumblebee. So really, six. There's been six. I couldn't tell you anything past the first one, <clears throat> to be honest. And I'm not a. I know there's probably a generation like we were just talking about, or we might have been talking about off air, that is excited to see the um, the Beast Wars brought to life. See the Beast Bots. I don't think that's what they're called bots. either. The and I don't. I honestly don't know what they're like. No. Autobot, Decepticon. Who knows? Beasts. But I, I mean, I guess Fox. they are. They, I guess they're important to Transformers lore or whatever. So people are probably very excited who are into that. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. To me, it's not going to be a priority to to go see this. None of them really were. Uh, I kind of just died out after the first one for me. Um, what about you? Pretty much the same. I think I've seen <laughs> okay. more. Like I, I, I remember going to the show to see the first one and really enjoying it. It was something mm-hmm. you'd never seen before. Right. And then I I mean I bought that one on DVD when it came out. I watched that one a, a few times. Um it's not really watchable now. I really never had any interest and didn't watch any of the other ones for a long time. I ended up going back and did put them on. My problem was that they were always so damn long. I was like mm-hmm. Transformers does not need to be anywhere close to 3 hours. I'm sorry. There's no it's way no yeah, no just in a world no world needs to have that no universe no multiverse like transformers movies should be like an hour 45 tops 
and uh, there's just so much. So I know I've had them on. I know I haven't seen the the last one, the last night that they did. Mm-hmm. The one with the dinosaurs and Mark Wahlberg. I know I did watch, but I cannot tell you a damn thing that happened. The dinosaurs and Mark yeah, because they did the because remember remember they used to have the uh, the Dinobots. Dinobots were a th- like a sect. That was our them. thing. That was like we were still in the right age ring for the Dinobots. Right. But it was the beast bots. I don't think that's the right word. It's, but it's but close. the beast bots isn't has nothing to do with yeah, I was too old and Transformers was an expensive toy that my mom wouldn't buy me. So <laughs> I didn't have yeah. a lot of love for Transformers in a way that a lot of people did. But coming back around, I did watch Bumblebee, and that was actually a really good Decent. movie. Yeah, yeah, that one was actually really surprisingly well done. And one of the big things that it was done well with was that they slowed down a lot of the action and the transforming, and it just didn't look like chaos on the screen when they were doing stuff. It had that was, an always, that was always my thing with those. Even the first one is it, everything looked way too chaotic, and I couldn't yeah. focus. I could never focus on what was happening. It's just like something's going on in this corner and this corner and everything's moving so quickly. And like, I can't really tell what I'm supposed to be looking at. And I feel like, yeah, you kind of nailed it there that I feel like that was my issue with it. Yeah. Well, and all the robots looked the same. There was no color. They were all just like silvers and grays. So while they're fighting, I'm like, I don't know who's who. So I just am waiting for the end to see, I mean, outside of Optimus prime, he was the only one that had any color. Everyone else was silver and gray. So Mm -hmm. I never knew who anyone was except for Optimus prime. Right. And then Bumblebee, but I mean, while they're transformed, they're still not that colorful. So, and when you're watching them transform back and forth and just all these pieces, it's just so chaotic. I couldn't imagine being a visual designer on that. Totally. But it would be insane. But yeah, it just was never my thing. Bumblebee was surprisingly really good. Um, This one interested me only to the extent that it reminded me of Bumblebee in a way that some of the action and the transforming and stuff seemed to slow down. And not be it didn't look as chaotic as the Bay Transformers movies always were. Sure, but it's still not. It's Transformers movie. Okay, I might watch it at some point. HBO yeah, put it, it on when I just want something noisy. But unless it comes out and it's like legitimate, like Bumblebee came out and like critics were giving it like high A's scores and high scores, and I think it's the highest rated of all of them. So, I mean, that was kind of like, I have to see this movie because why is it being, it's got John Cena in it. Why is it being rated high in any way? Just didn't make any curi- sense. Just out of curiosity, you had to check it. Yeah, yeah, I had it. It was on some channel that I had. So I was like, eh, let's just watch this. And the other thing that they did with that one is that one takes place in the 90s. Mm-hmm. So it's very nostalgia bait in that way as well, because they have all the 90s music and all of the so it's very, very 90s technology and stuff. So they they knew what they were doing with that as well to appeal to our generation growing up in the 90s. So that right. that didn't hurt either. OK, so we kind of sound like we're in the same boat where. The interest level isn't there enough to be like, I'm going to see this opening weekend, no. but, you know, I'm not saying I'll never watch it. Let's no, it yeah, it looked it looked cool. It looked cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I have no I have no soft spot for the Transformer series and I need to go spend money on it. So when it's on my TV, I'll probably check it out. But I don't Agreed. know about that. But something that I probably am going to go see. Uh-huh. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Or is the Destiny of the Dial? Dial <laughs> of Destiny. Dial I had Destiny. it right. I had it right. Surprisingly, got a trailer for this as well. Yeah, this was the reveal for that little subtitle there. Uh, right? Yeah, knew. we didn't know what it, it was. was just, it was just being referred to as Indiana Jones Five, and you know all these Indiana Jones movies. You got to have a, you got to have a subtitle. So, Dial yeah, it's of like Legend of Zelda. What's a, what's the subtitle going to be? Exactly. So, yeah, man, Indiana Jones back in our lives at eighty years old. Oh my God, he is. He's getting up there. Can you, his, um, I can't imagine what it's going to look like watching him run down the street at 80, 80 years old. That's going to look funny, right? Yeah. I mean, he, he looked kind of rough in the last one. I just have a feeling a lot of his movement and stuff is going to be very AI assisted. It could uh, be, you know, yeah, for good. a lot of, a lot of the jumps and spins and stunts. But yeah, um, I mean, he I just, 
he's old. I mean, what are you, what are you going to do? Hey, he's probably in better shape than me. So <laughs> That's what at, I'm at 80. So, I mean, hell, go for it, man. They want to give you that paycheck and I want to give you my money to go see it. I'm down with that. But Don, where do you fall with the Indiana Jones? Mm. Franchise. I, yeah. Um, I did not really grow up with them too much, but I, I, I remember seeing them here and there. Now I have a memory of them being big in your house. I have a, I have a memory of Indiana Jones being very big in your house growing up and it being like, I've seen Indiana Jones at your house more times probably than like my house. Um, there was that point at some point later on in life when DVDs were huge and people started loving collecting DVDs and like box sets. And I remember the Indiana yep. Jones box set came out in that like brown box yep. with a uh, temple of doom and Last Crusade and Raiders of the Lost Ark all in the same box. And I got that for Christmas. And I watched those movies more then after mm-hmm. I owned them all. I was like, well, now I own them. I'm going to sit here and watch all these movies. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Indiana Jones, what can you say? Nothing but fun. Just like a fun adventure that so many that has spawned so many things. Like we wouldn't have Tomb Raider without Indiana Jones. We wouldn't have Uncharted without Indiana Jones. Like it's just kind of one of those, the godfather of adventure adventurer stuff right? you know what i mean like he's yeah. the ultimate adventurer looking for tombs and and sacred artifacts and i mean come mummies on. yeah he's exactly. a badass archaeologist man there <laughs> exactly. are people right now that are archaeologists because they thought that was gonna be their life dr jones i mean he's an adventure he, not only is he a scientist and a genius he can also beat your ass with a whip and shoot you so yeah. i mean <laughs> who doesn't love that um arguably Harrison Ford's biggest biggest role uh also Han Solo is it's argued like which one's big, been bigger for his career but like he was the guy for a long time in Hollywood because of those two roles um and he's he's donning the hat and the whip again so it, it's it's one it should be fun but I, I time yeah I definitely liked Indiana Jones a lot but I don't I want to hear what your relationship with the Indiana Jones franchise has been because my like mom said, loved. I, I remember Indiana it being Jones. big in your house. Yeah. Right. My mom loved yeah. Indiana Jones. So, like, okay. yes, she bought the box. I remember, and I can't remember the exact details of it, but they did some kind of promotion with Indiana Jones movies and McDonald's because I remember, <laughs> like, we would get you could get the movies for you would do certain things and you would get the movies, and I'm pretty sure we did that. That was like the only time my mom ever wanted to go to McDonald's was to get those movies, <laughs> and yes, my mom loved those movies, so they were just on all the time and i remember we i remember we did a puzzle of like the last crusade like poster my mom has that puzzle that she still does every once in a while yeah uh, but yeah we watched the hell out of indiana jones movies like to no end so they were always on at my house so you're probably 100 right you watched a lot of them <laughs> at my house i remember which i'm not i'm not hating on she no, wouldn't was- watch we didn't do a lot of temple of doom she didn't like the temple of doom okay um, it was Which too, some people argue might be the better, best one, you know, but as it, I got older, that one scared me as a kid, you know, people getting their hearts ripped out and stuff that kind of freaked me out. So, yeah. um, the, oh, I didn't like that. That scared me <laughs> as a kid when I got older, then I could appreciate it and have fun with it. But as a kid, yeah. hell no. So I didn't really watch that one. That one was kind of creepy for me. She loved mm-hmm. the last crusade. So we watched that Sean one. Connery. Yeah. I think that was part of the part of it as well. James Bond was. Paired up with Harrison Ford. Yeah. You put James Bond with Indiana Jones. Are you kidding me? What a world. The nineties were crazy. They were wild. (laughs) Wild times kids. They were wild. I was going to say, do you like miss buying movies? Like you talked about getting this box set of like, not, you know, streaming services. I know kind of took that away where I was like, why am I going to buy anything? I could just find whatever, but I kind of miss just, finding movies and be like, hell yeah, I need to get this movie and like collecting them and getting the sets and getting like the bonus features and walking around a video store. Like I genuinely miss all of that. Like we used to just hang out at the video store. No, I know. And we would just walk around and just find random movies that were like, you know, two for a dollar for seven nights or whatever. Well, I remember going to Blockbuster and like just they used to have bins Mm-hmm. of the movies they were selling that they used to rent out but now they're on sale and just like digging through these and finding gems and like walking out with you know these are the six movies i'm buying today for 40 dollars. like yep. uh and yeah so i i'm i i do i do miss it a little bit like just something about having the 
when studios and movies would take time to make the art of the box look cool too, yep. like a box set, a nice, clean, big box set. You just felt proud and it was heavy. And you're like walking out with like, yeah, I now I can watch these whenever I want. And like nothing, nothing would be having a beautiful DVD stand in your house where you just like find the place. And you, if you're like have ADHD or whatever, put everything in alphabetical order or whatever, yep. or put it yep. by genre and everyone you can come and people would just, admire your giant dvd collection on your giant rack like yeah i have a bunch of movies uh yeah those days are over we'll never have those again let's uh, go to our friend tony's house who still has his up on the wall and i saw that when out. i went over there and i was like man that's awesome <laughs> i don't still even have DVD those DVD. anymore yeah i don't right. even have cases anymore i threw out all the cases i have all the discs just in like a binder and i have all my movies just kind of there like i i have some after i did that but it's just i haven't bought a movie in so long yeah i mean kind of miss it just, but anyway Indiana yeah. Jones, Dial of Destiny. Mm. I have no idea what this movie's about. Mm. I saw a de-aged Harrison Ford. I yeah. saw an adventure of a lifetime. I think I saw Antonio Banderas. Did you? Was Antonio Banderas I, in there? He might be. I, I didn't I feel catch like that, I though. saw him. Yeah, he's here. Okay. He's here on the list. I saw Antonio Banderas. And yeah. Mad, Mads Mickelson, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Toby Jones, John Reese davies Boyd yeah. Holbrook, Harrison Ford, like... Hell yeah. Stacked, stacked cast, man. And and along with that, you got the, you know, iconic theme song in the trailer. How could you not get pumped by that? That's a classic. A lot of CGI. Mm-hmm. A lot of craziness going on. But. Well, you know, in, in the original Indiana Jones movies, of course, that was at a different time. So a lot, it was a, probably a lot more practical effects like, you know, miniatures and stuff. Yeah. Miniatures and stunts and, and times have changed. We all know. Yeah, as long as long as it still keeps the feeling, I'll I think I'll be able to accept the so have the heart heavy. Yeah, exactly. see how it goes. This is the first one not directed by Steven Spielberg, mm. so it's James uh, James Marigold, Man Mangold. He, I think Mangold. he was the guy who did uh, Logan. Yeah, which Logan's amazing. So yeah, you can't beat that. Well, we we can't leave this conversation though without talking about the forgotten Indiana Jones movie. <laughs> yeah. Now that's probably then Kingdom of the oh, Crystal Skull. See, that might be the only thing that is people's hang up about this is like, oh, but remember when they tried to bring Indiana Jones back, whatever that was, ten years ago. But what was wrong with that movie? Shia LaBeouf. I'll give you that. <laughs> you didn't like know. Mutt. I don't. Huh? You didn't like Mutt. Who's Mutt? Shia LaBeouf. That was his character's name, Mutt. Oh my god. Okay. See, that just proves that I've only seen the movie one time. And never went back to it. So if there was was something else wrong with it, you'll have to fill me in. But yeah, I just, I don't know. That movie didn't sit well with me. Um, I saw that movie. Yeah. 2008. I saw that movie once at the midnight showing on premiere day. And I don't think I've ever watched it again. I might've watched it once when it came out on to like, I might've rented it when it came out on DVD or whatnot, but I've never watched it again. I yeah. really think I'm going to, if not this weekend, this week, because I kind of really want to. Um, I know there are people complain about stupid stuff, but I remember when I was watching it outside of Mutt swinging from the trees like a monkey. That's the only <laughs> thing I remember of that. And that's the only part I remember going, oh my God, that is so stupid. <laughs> Everything else that a lot of people like to really cling to, like the the nuclear detonation with him hiding in a fridge to get away from it. It's like, well, you know, he did jump out of a plane in a raft and land down a mountain and then go sledding. So, I mean, it's just kind of Indiana Jones. That's par for the course for Indiana Jones and escaping near-death experience, you know. So, I can give it its fair share. But yeah, Shia LaBeouf was, that was when he was being forced down our throats as being the next. He was like the Tom Holland of the early early, 2000s. Early aughts. Yeah. Yeah. Have you, uh, so you've only seen that one once? I've only seen it once. I couldn't tell you a damn thing about it. I just remember at that time still thinking like, oh, Harrison Ford's a little old to still be doing this, ain't he? And now yeah. we're 12, 12 years later. It's like, oh, we, we're doing it again. So that's going to be an interesting kind of 14 years later. Right. So 15 gonna, years later, it's going to be interesting to see what he looks like now doing all this. But I'm I'm definitely the makeup and CGI. They'll they'll do all right. They'll do all yeah. right. Yeah, I it's will go see this in theaters for sure. 
hundred percent. I will be there watching Indy Indy five in theaters. It'd be a good time. I will be excited about that. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. We just did our talk about the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special with the guys from Paperweight Entertainment. Thank you, Derek and Ian, for coming back out to our show and talking with us. That is over on YouTube at Raise the Geek, and it was our last episode, so don't definitely check it out if you haven't yet. But Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three trailer came out, and oh my god, mm-hmm. there's this trailer was just outstanding i've watched it so many times the remix of space hog is just perfect the like i think that's what gets me i love that song that's like one of those underrated songs in the meantime by space hog of like the 90s like when you nobody ever thinks about that song but then when you hear it you're like what is this song like it's just so damn good yeah that song's a masterpiece it really is just leave it at that it really is it's a 90s alternative masterpiece Uh, (laughs) that nobody nobody remembers yeah. All right. But listen Until to they it. hear it. Until they yeah. hear it. And then you're like, oh, this is the jam. Yeah. And it's 100%. But yeah, they remixed that song for this trailer. This trailer started off funny as hell with Dodgeball with Little Kid and Drax. Mm-hmm. And then just went all off the rails. Yeah. To like emotion. And I don't know what's going to happen in this movie, but I'm scared to watch it. Yeah gonna be rough i feel like it's gonna be rough we all we agree on pretty much everything you just said i was blown away by the trailer and i i that doesn't happen all the time you know what i mean but this is like one of the better trailers i've seen in a long time like so far of all the ones we've talked about this is my favorite one yeah um just like it kind of did have everything you're laughing at the beginning you know, all the guardians are back. We we see Gamora again, which we haven't seen her in a while, so we know she's gonna be involved. We kinda we knew she was going to be, but it's good to see her. But yeah, just like the there's this sense of dread with this movie. Um because <clears throat> you know, we we've grown to love these characters. We do with all the Marvel characters, but just something about knowing that this is James Gunn's last last guardians movie and probably his last marvel project because he's yeah. got the big, the big dc job you know yeah, he's, he's out there peddling blue beetle right now exactly <laughs> so you know um knowing that this is the last um and knowing that he's also said you know as we kind of talked about don't be too attached to these characters because you know just be ready you know what i mean yeah so i'm i'm expecting some sadness, heartbreak. They're kind of showing it in the trailer a little bit. You know, people crying. You don't know what's going on. Blood. Um, I mean, the, the I saw, even I saw blood. Yeah, blood. The stuff with Rocket in this trailer. I mean, this is going to be Rocket's. I think kind of. Oh yeah, Rocket sign. Ah, I don't see. I don't know. I hope not. It's just him. my. I just feel I like Rocket. I do too, and I just feel like I don't know. Just feel like that's a character that I could see. He's got enough going on and there's enough of a redemption story that I could see a sacrifice coming. Mm -hmm. Once again, I obviously don't know, so I can't really say that's a spoiler. If it comes back around, then maybe, but um, that's yeah. yeah. I I can can see it. I would not be surprised if they do that. The only thought I have why I'm like, this is just me hoping is they made the trailer seem like too much that it was going to be him. Yeah. Like he's having the heartfelt moments. Like we can fly away together. Like I'm not running anymore. And, him yeah. narrating over it um i would not be surprised if it's drax for one because of real life things <laughs> where david uh-huh. just kind of said like i'm done with marvel after this yeah. um and like he wants to it to be his swan song with james Gunn's leaving maybe drax is leaving too it could be anybody or maybe it's none of them and we're just kind of you know maybe he's there's trolling just us a bunch of, yeah a bunch of close calls are gonna happen but uh Either way, I just think it's going to be, you know, it looks heartbreaking and heartwarming at the same time is what this movie is going to be. We're going to see Adam Warlock. We saw him in the trailer a little bit. Will Poulter's new character that kind of got teased at the end of volume two. So that's going to be cool. A new villain, that same actor who was in Peacemaker. He's going to be like the villain of this. I think he's like, the oh, yeah, he was. Yeah, he's going to be like the high evolutionary. Uh, So, yeah, man, this this film just looks like it's going to be fantastic i can't wait could definitely be in the running for the best marvel trilogy when all is said and done like at the end of the day when you look at 
Captain America, Iron Man, Thor, Guardians. Like this, when you put all th- take all three together, you could say, you know, maybe Guardians is going to end up being the best trilogy Marvel has. Um, I can. Why not? You I know what I mean? That. I can see that. So, so, yeah, definitely super excited for this one. Yes, 100%. I can't like <laughs> overestimate or over explain mm-hmm. how excited I am for this movie. I, I enjoyed the first two. Um, James Gunn's always kind of hit or miss with me. I need to watch volume two more. I watched the first one a lot. Second one, I've seen a few times, but I'm probably the same way. I'm the watch same way. that think, one again. I think, I think I've only seen volume two once or twice, twice, but yeah, I, I, I do need to get that one on again. Um, so I'm definitely down for that, but yeah, Peacemaker kind of turned me into a James Gunn fan. So I'm definitely excited. Hopefully John Cena pops up in this one. <laughs> Don't hold your breath. No, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> what I am holding my breath for and anticipately, anticipately, anticipatorily, anticipatorily, <laughs> um, waiting for, I'm Chris and I like to make up words. Um, <laughs> I'm super, super today. We got this like hours ago and I've already watched it. Well, let's what? Yeah. I was going to say, let's put it in context. We didn't even plan to talk about this today. No. Because it, just, it wasn't out. It wasn't yeah. out when we started planning this episode. Yeah. It just like, I don't know if it was a surprise drop, but it dropped today. So, and well, it doesn't even, I don't even, it? it doesn't even fit in with our themes because it's a TV show, but we got a trailer for The Last of Us coming out January 15th on HBO. And if you've listened to this show and according to our Spotify end of year wrap up, mm-hmm. there's a lot of you are like, soon as we drop an episode, you need to be there. And listen to it immediately. So that means you've listened to them. We're huge fans of the Last of Us series. We've talked about the games. We've talked about this show many times. And seeing this kind of being like a story trailer and really seeing so much for this, this looks unbelievable. Like I was literally watching this like (laughs) misty-eyed. Like I was already feeling what I know I'm going to feel watching that show because I felt it playing the game. Mm-hmm. And just to watch the, these characters, watch these scenarios, watch these scenes, knowing what's going to happen in those scenes. Last of Us is one of the only video games that I've beat multiple times. Me too. And I want to go do it again because it's just such an amazing story. It has to be honestly one of my favorite stories in media. You know, it's just such a good story in the way that it's told. And they look like they're going to hit it out of the park, man. Mm hmm. Yeah, like unbelievable, man. Yeah, you just said it. You just said it all. You just said it all. I and mean, I, all, <laughs> all, all, all I can really do is compliment that. What you said, like, it's one of the greatest stories that exists. Um, and I'm not exaggerating. Like, it may sound like I am, and and for those listening out there, you're like, really? It's it's a video game, guys. I'm telling you. I'm telling you right now, this is more than a video game. This is like a a piece of literature that is just, you know, could be told in a book or a movie or a video game. It doesn't matter how you told this story. This is just a beautiful story. Um, And we're not going to spoil any of it for you because we want you guys to experience it if you haven't played through the games or whatnot. But the show is just an extension, I think, another way to tell this story. Uh, we've lived it. We played both through both games. And like you said, I'm like you, I want to play. I want to sit and play them again. I can't believe I've only played part two once to this point. Kind of. And, you know I'm really I mean? just waiting for like a PS5 update. Update is really yeah. what I'm waiting for. And yeah, I did yeah. almost buy it on Black Friday because they were selling the disc for like 10 bucks. And I was mm-hmm. always like, I bought the digital when it came out. Yeah. There's part of me that's like, I'd really like to have a disc of that game. But yeah. Yeah, I I was I was excited to piggyback off what you just said when they announced Mm -hmm. this show and they were making it for HBO. How many series, how many things have you heard people say? I wish they would just make this an HBO series. Why don't you just make the Batman an HBO series? Why don't you just make this an HBO series? Like everybody wants to be like, this shouldn't have been a movie. It should have been an HBO series. Um, I think the Dark Tower was one that was like, why don't they just do an HBO series? Um like anytime there's something's getting adapted into a movie, people are just, that's what they want to see. And we're getting it with this. But when they announced it, 
I literally was so happy for everybody who don't play video games. Right. Because they're going to experience this story. Mm -hmm. And when you get done with that first episode and you're just like, what is this? And your mind is blown. Yeah. You can come back and let us know what you think. Yeah. Or when you're, you know, how many people are going to go out and buy the video game, you know, after, after watching the first episode, I I mean, I gotta know, I gotta know what's going to happen. That's the reason they brought out last of us part one on PS five this year. Yeah. To get ready for this show. So when people want to go buy it, it's how they're going to get me to buy the same video game three different times. That's Uh, I've never done that before either. (laughs) Right. And that's going to happen. A hundred percent. It already happened once on black Friday. I just got mad at Gamefly and canceled my order. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, (laughs) I'd be sitting here right now. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm already proud of like what the show, what I know it's going to be like. I, I like when something I like so much, I feel like is getting its due. Like it's, this is how this is supposed to be done. Like they didn't, I can already tell just from like the the teaser and this full trailer we've gotten, like nothing about this is going to be half-assed. They're going in with, you know, uh, Neil Druckmann, who is the creative mind behind the games. Like he's overseeing this entire show. So he's going to make sure everything's in there. It looks like beautiful. The scope of it is going to be the same to the video games, just enhanced. HBO is not holding anything back. You know, you got your casting of Pedro Pascal. And and Bella Ramsey as Joel and Ellie both look like they're gonna put everything they have into the these roles. So I mean I dude. still struggle with Bella Ramsey. I don't she's just not she's not how I you pictured. imagine she's not how you imagine Ellie. I get it. So I still I'm not taking anything away from her and what I've right. seen of her. I can I know she's gonna bring what's needed. Mm-hmm. It's just I, you clearly will, that's one of the problems with the playing a video game is you specifically have what someone you have another actor's performance that this person's now stepping in. So, you know, I'm used to a completely different thing. And there were actresses that I think pictured, I pictured being closer. So I still kind of, I still struggle with it, but I know it's going to be fine. So I'm not worried about it. It's not, I think after the first episode, we're just going to be like, all right, she's Ellie. You know what I mean? Hopefully. Yeah. She'll Um, own it. Well, it's, it's whenever I picture Ellie, I just see Ashley Johnson. Or yeah. is that her name who does yep. the voice? And she was on like Growing Pains. <laughs> you know what I mean? That little girl. But she's an adult now. But that's just who I see. Um, but yeah, I'm totally with you. Once, you. once you've gotten the idea sunk in your head, we played the video game so many times, we see Ellie differently. Yeah. I mean, we see Joel differently, but it's like, oh God, that's Pedro Pascal. He's going to bring He's going to bring it. Yeah, I'm not really worried about that. Seeing these first couple trailers, I'm like, nope, nope, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. He's I got Joel. over that. Yeah. Yeah. Just trying to figure out where we fall with with this one, but yeah, no, this just looks. I'm super super excited. Yeah, I think, and we we talked about. You guys are going to have to be there with us for this one because we're we're planning to to hit this one pretty good. We're both yep. super fans of of the the games, both super excited about the show. So we're going to be talking about this one a lot in coming up here in the future. So yeah, Jan- you might just January is just going to be Last of Us month. Last like, of Us month. Just, <laughs> There's just going to be, if not January and February, if it's like a 10 week show or whatever, but, um, yeah, yeah, if you guys, if you guys haven't seen the trailers, they're out there, go watch them, play the video games. If you haven't get them in now before the show comes out, uh, take, would you suggest them playing? Like if you haven't played the game yet, you've been on the fence with it or what, for whatever reason, would you suggest playing the game first? See, this is always the difficult choice because, I mean, the same, you can do this with other things. Like people were asking the same questions when Game of Thrones came out. You know yeah. what I mean? Should should you read the book or should you, should I let people experience it as the show? Now, I think, I think it just kind of depends on how you want to experience, experience it. it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you're, if you're a gamer, I say, go play the game. If you're not, don't force it and don't like try to learn how to be a gamer all of a sudden right watch the show you'll you'll probably get the same vibes but um if you like video games i suggest giving it a shot if you haven't yet i don't know how you haven't yeah if you play video games chances are you've already played it right unless you're just kind of xbox exclusive and that's awesome for you i have an xbox i love it but i always have to have my playstation that's the one i always go for first 
because I need those exclusives like The Last of Us. I did see an interview with Neil Druckmann, the creative director who's also working on this show, and he said a lot of the content they deleted or they pulled that got cut from the game is mm-hmm. being made into the show. Well, so there's going to be a bunch of cool stuff that he wanted in the game that didn't make it that's going to get in the sh- that is in the show and that's kind of exciting for me as being a fan. Yeah, that, for us who played through the games where you're hoping like well I kind of already know everything that's going to happen. I'm going to love this. But still if we get a couple curveballs, that'll be fun for me too. You know what I mean? Yes. Like things I don't see coming like they're throwing stuff at me. Like we've played these games, we've beaten these games. It it you know that'll be that'll be fun. So I'm I'm, I'm with so that. so hyped, so <laughs> hyped. I'm so overhyped yeah. for this. Um, I said I watched the trailer a few times before we went recording. Chills, misty eyed. Like I said, like I can well, I can I feel it. I'm just so I'm so so yeah. ridiculously excited for that show. Like well, not a, not even only Neil Druckmann, but like, did you watch Chernobyl on HBO? Yeah, yeah, that show's be- beautifully done and like wonderfully shot and you got that guy is the other creative yeah. mind behind this so you put those two together like how could this not be good yeah there's no way show of the year january 2023 i can i i don't know another thing that's scheduled to come out next year that's gonna be better than it i don't either like the the show of the year is gonna be over in february yep. <laughs> like give them give them the award now at least yep. in our minds so uh, yeah 100 percent. so we will talk about it here in future episodes um, we like I said, plan a bunch of stuff over on our YouTube channel now. So hit us up on our handle at Raised a Geek over on YouTube. You can also hit us at the same thing, Raised a Geek on Twitter and Instagram. Um, and then you can always just shoot us an old fashioned email, Raised a Geek at gmail.com. Nothing too fancy about any of that. But we want to thank everybody for coming out and hanging out with us on all of these different platforms and helping us grow the show. Super, super excited to see where we go into 2023. Absolutely. If you guys are as excited as us about The Last of Us or Mario or Indiana Jones, Guardians, any of these things, let us know. Uh, We're there to have the fun talks. So you know where to find us. Get in a conversation with us on Twitter. We're always looking for something to do. Most definitely. But... I think that's going to do it for us this week. So for Raised to Geek, I'm Chris. And I'm Don. And thanks for checking out the show. Where geek is all we speak.